0: I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer.
1: And I'm Casey Cantrell.
0: And welcome to Animation and Beyond.
1: And on this episode, we are doing another retrospective, this time for the year 2002. Yeah! And what movies are we specifically going to talk about?
0: For instance, um, Eight Crazy Nights.
1: As well as Hey Arnold the Movie and the Wild Fornberries movie.
0: And the last one we're talking about is Spirited Away.
1: Yeah, that's the one.
0: But we will give minor mentions about ones we've mentioned before that came out that year, like the original Ice Age, Lilo and Stitch, Treasure Planet and Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, which we've already mentioned before in previous episodes. But we'll give minor mentions about those.
1: But we are focusing on three, or I guess four movies, technically, that are not... Well, with probably the exception of Spirited Away, the other three movies that we're talking about are not as well known, so I'm excited to talk about them with you, Ezra. But before we get any further, let's answer last week's trivia question, which was, when The Lion King was first released, there was some controversy that the film might have plagiarized elements from a classic manga series from the 1950s. What is the name of that manga?
0: It's called Kimba
1: the White Lion. So tell us a little bit
0: about what is Kimba? Kimba the White Lion, known in Japan as Jungle Emperor, is a Japanese shonen manga series that was from 19- um, to the 1950s, I know.
1: And I think it had an anime adaptation in the 60s, but there were a lot of similarities, apparently, between... These two franchises.
0: I know, and there has some controversy when the original Lion King came out at the time that the Lion King seemed to have been copied from that movie, from that old show.
1: The protagonists are both Lion Cubs, Kimba and Simba. They even the names sound similar. Yeah. They have friends who are lioness cubs. Uh the evil lions, the the antagonists of the stories, are both evil lions are one-eyed in a sense, so in Kimba, the antagonist actually has just one eye, and then there's Scar who has a scar over one eye. Things like that.
0: Not many people know that the Lion King did have some controversy at the time with a classic anime.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. And and I think it's it's hard to say, uh, cause sometimes you pick up ideas from wherever. And years may pass, and then you just completely forgot that that was an idea that you picked up from this other story.
0: Hmm, yeah.
1: So I, I think we should take care to note that if there were similar similarities, it doesn't seem that it was a malicious act on the part of anyone involved with the Lion King. But nonetheless, there are a lot of similarities. Yeah. Stick around to the end of the episode for this week's trivia question. In the meantime, we have a segment, Name That Voice. Well, here's another nice mess you've gotten me into. Houston, we have a problem. You're going to need a bigger boat. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. There's, There's no, no place like home. Sawyer... You're going out a youngster, but you've got to come back a star. Left without me? They do this every year. Why? Doesn't anyone love me? Isn't there anyone who cares about Sid the Sloth? All right, I'll just go by myself. Oh, sick. Hey, white curb it next time!
0: So Sid the Sloth... From the Ice Age films, the first Ice Age movie came out that year, 2002, was voiced by um, actor and stand-up comedian John Leguizamo,
1: who he has appeared in a lot of things, always plays side characters in most of his roles. He does have a few things where he is the main character, but he often plays side characters. He was uh, in Mulan Rouge, he was in John Wick it's he's one of those actors when you see his face you're like oh that guy but has he uh done any other voice acting as that you know of
0: i think he was in a in a film called underdogs which was known as foosball which he was in the american dub of that movie he was also in an episode of the long running web series the annoying orange as a jumping bean
1: <laughs> i see
0: he's also been in the disney junior show elena Avalor as well
1: Alright, very interesting. And of course, Ice Age, as you mentioned earlier, that came out in 2002, so that's related to our episode. Without further ado, let's get to our feature presentation. 2002 was kind of the year of adapting these popular animated TV shows for kids and making them into their own movies.
0: Hey Arnold and Wild Thornberries, which are two Nickelodeon shows, were made into um, films, and so was the hit Cartoon Network show, Powerpuff Girls.
1: Right. But we're specifically going to be talking about Hey Arnold and the Wild Thornberries. so tell us a little bit about those movies. What were they like? What were they about? Hey
0: Arnold, based on the hit Nickelodeon show, was about Arnold and his friends who live in a neighborhood- who teams up with his friends, his best friend Gerald, and his love interest, Hel the tomboyish and constantly irritable Helga Pataki to stop uh-huh. an- and to stop an evil and greedy is- businessman, Al Bonce Duvon Du who plots <laughs> on turning on just demolishing their neighborhood and turning it into a shopping mall to avenge his father's death.
1: Yeah, and what about the wild thornberries?
0: It was about Eliza Thornberry, who lives with her family. In and it's in a, in a wide open savanna in Africa. And then he sees that a cheetah cub has been poached by two greedy and evil poachers. And then she goes to a boarding school and along with Darwin, her chimp friend. And then she later goes back to Africa and, she and her family team up to save that cheetah cub and reunite it back with its family.
1: And I guess the thing that stands out about the wild thornberries is that Eliza can actually communicate with animals.
0: I know, yes, and a lot of the animals in that show, which I watched when I was younger, actually talked. Yeah. I remember her stepbrother, Donnie, (laughs) who was raised by apes. Yes. Was supposed to be kind of Tarzan-like.
1: Yeah, he's kind of a rabid, crazy, wild kid.
0: I remember Nigel, her father, and Marianne, her her mother, and I remember Debbie, her older sister,
1: did you watch Hey Arnold as a kid?
0: Yeah, I watched that classic Nickelodeon two, Nickelodeon show, too, when I was younger. Nice.
1: Okay, well, how would you say that these movies compare to the shows?
0: Well, some thought that the Hey Arnold movie didn't seem very faithful. The critics didn't think it was very faithful to the show. And it felt like more like an extended episode than a feature film. Gotcha. While Thornberry's it was better reviewed by critics, and it was nominated for an Academy Award.
1: Ah, okay.
0: Best Original Song, and... It came out around Christmas of 2002.
1: Both of these films showcase the struggles and potential successes of adapting shows into movies, especially beloved animated shows into movies, where taking uh, shows that are 10, 15, 20 minutes long. And trying to extend that out to an hour and a half, that can be difficult for a lot of people. And sometimes it can have that feeling of like, oh, this is just like a really, really, really long episode rather than a feature film. And it sounds like that The Wild Thornberries did a, uh, sounds like it did a better job of adapting the show and the premise of the show into a movie and making it feel like a standalone movie.
0: Yes, I know. Well, hey, Arnold, I'm saying the movie was only 75 minutes long, which was fairly short for a feature length
1: movie. That's true. And perhaps that's what contributed to the feeling of it just being like a long episode.
0: I get it. Yeah.
1: You brought up Christmas. So I think that's an appropriate time to talk about the distinctly not Christmas film. Of this list, and perhaps the most mature film that we've talked about on this podcast, Eight Crazy Nights.
0: I know, which was an adult comedy, and it was PG-13 rated, though. Not R-rated, but still, PG-13 rated movies are films that are not meant to be appropriate for younger kids.
1: And I believe it was created and definitely starred Adam Sandler. So, just to give you... If you know Adam Sandler's sense of humor... You probably have a good idea of the humor of this film.
0: It was a Christmas film and also a Hanukkah movie. It used the song, Hanuk- the Hanukkah song from Saturday Night Live by Adam Sandler. Yarmulke, here comes Hanukkah,
1: the owner of the Seattle Definitely raunchier than your standard animated film. Definitely not appropriate for little kids. Arguably not appropriate for young teenagers, but you know. That's the kind of gray area of a PG-13 rating.
0: I know, and Adam Sandler's character was kind of a mean-spirited, anti-hero character. Kind of like the Hanukkah version of like Ebenezer Scrooge or the Grinch.
1: Mm, Yeah, and it's about his whole process of coming to appreciate the holiday and what it means and all that good stuff.
0: He's like Ebenezer Scrooge and the Grinch for Hanukkah.
1: But it's also interesting because it's one of the only animated films that really specifically focused on judaism
0: interesting i know yeah it was like jokes and things about things about christmas and hanukkah and how they're similar but different
1: which i'm sure appeals to you ezra
0: i like holiday i like holiday humor that film though got mostly an unfavorable reaction from critics and didn't think Didn't think it had really good jokes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, Adam Sandler's comedy is not for everybody, that's for sure. Mm. If you look at a lot lot of his most popular films, they also have very mixed reviews. But people who are into really lowbrow slapstick kind of raunchier humor, this is the movie for them. For everyone else, uh, you can skip it
0: everyone has their own senses of humor whether they find it funny or amusing
1: that's always good to know but it is distinctive and it did come out in 2002 and it's just kind of one of those films that's um a little little forgotten by by people
0: also that year was Jonah a VeggieTales movie the first feature length VeggieTales
1: film <laughs> and as we discussed in Veggie ta- in our VeggieTales episode Veggie Tales is uh definitely has a very strong Christian bent to it. Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, a movie from an entirely different culture, the last film we're talking about today is Spirited Away, which kinda has an interesting release history, I guess you could call it.
0: It won an Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. Because of its uniqueness. But I personally liked Lilo and Stitch and Ice Age and others better that year. And I think it should should have either gone to either Lilo and Stitch or Ice Age. Because I like those ones better.
1: Okay, well I definitely want to ask you more about that. But let's go a little bit more into Spirited Away. So it is one of the films created by the legendary Japanese filmmaker Hayao Miyazaki. The movie was actually released in Japan in 2001. But the English dub of Spirited Away wasn't released until 2002.
0: Came out in Japan in 2001, the same year as movies like Atlantis, Shrek, Monsters, Inc., and others.
1: So can you tell us a little bit about Spirited Away? What is that about?
0: It was about a 10-year-old girl named Chihiro whose parents then up in a small town and they get accidentally turned into pigs. And I thought that movie was because of its themes were too dark and too scary for the young for like little kids for the younger audience
1: yeah that transformation scene when the parents turn into the pigs is pretty it is pretty horrifying even today
0: i know like i'm saying for younger audience definitely this film is definitely too scary for little kids and then she meets a wise and helpful spiritual boy named haku who is from where she ended up And then she sees a lot of strange, unusual things there. And then she meets Yububba, who's an evil and greedy witch who temporarily changes her name to Sen.
1: Yeah, and I guess the, the whole premise of the story is that she's stuck in this kind of alternate fantastical world that's filled with spirits and wild, crazy things. And she has to figure out a way to get back and to change her parents back and to get back home.
0: Before it's too late, yes. And I remember there was a frog character in the movie who was a comic relief character. I also remember in the movie there was also a minor character voiced by John Ratzenberger in the U.S. dub. That was known for be- voicing a character in every Pixar movie. And the main character was voiced by um, Dave Chase in the U.S. dub. The same voice as Lilo from Lilo and Stitch.
1: I think that, that segues well into what I want to discuss with you. So I love Spirited Away. I think it's a fantastic film. It's one of my favorite Miyazaki films. But as like you it. said...
0: It was no, won an Oscar, though, but I think it should have either gone to Lilo and Stitch and *Ice Age in, or Ice Age instead. I like those ones better because they're a lot funnier and they became big and successful franchises and things like that.
1: Okay, so for you, it was about the fact that they became franchises as well. So there were sequels and shows and... That sort of thing, versus Spirited Away, which was a standalone film.
0: And uh, Ice Age was the first from Blue Sky Studios and started a franchise. And Lilo and Stitch became a big franchise and gotten a TV show and things. And Stitch has become one of Disney's most popular and iconic characters.
1: Do you think there is also an element of the style or or something about the characters that you preferred in Lilo and Stitch?
0: A bit more colorful too. But Spirited Away, though, I thought was interesting, and I thought it was good, but I thought, compared to others from that year, it was too dark and too scary for the younger audience.
1: Mm. Well, that's good Much like, for
0: instance, Coraline, for the first movie from Laika, was way too dark and scary for Little Kids.
1: A very fair point. Miyazaki films definitely do have a darker streak to them.
0: But some of them have been G-rated and have been a little less scary than some. For instance, The Secret World of Arrietty, Ponyo, those ones were G-rated, and- seemed more appropriate for the younger ones compared to others that seemed scary and disturbing
1: okay so those were four films from 2002 what were some of your favorite films from that year Uh, let us know send us an email hit us up on facebook we would love to hear from you
0: yeah (laughs) yeah
1: Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your time. If you like what we do, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash animation and beyond. In the meantime, we have a trivia question from Ezra. The
0: titular character, of Hey Arnold had his start as a claymation character on a popular kid's show. What is the name of that show?
1: So if you know the answer, hit us up on Facebook or send us an email at animationandbeyond at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye! See you later!